0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Pitch Sider podcast. Coming up this week, we have the latest football news, confirmed transfers and rumours. This week, I will be joined, as usual, the Pitch Siders own Mr. Toby Green. How are we?
1: I'm great, mate. How are you? Had a good week?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's a busy week, especially with a lot of transfers confirming. Uh, Absolutely. It's very starting to spice up now.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the
0: season even more now. Yeah, all the teams coming back from to start pre-season. Um, we've, we've even had today drama, Ronaldo not turning up for his uh, <laughs> his first day training at United. So, it's going well at United so far. Oh, well, yeah. Same as family issues or family you know, reasons. Um,
1: but who knows? with are footballers these days, so it's just another excuse to, to go off to Marbella for another week.
0: Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably get into that um, in a bit further down in the podcast. Should we start with the news? Let's do it. So this week, Man City have bought an Italian team.
1: Yes, yeah, so they bought Palermo, uh, who, are, who were a Serie A team not long ago, um, I think 2016-17. Um, But they had to sort of get demoted down to Serie D after financial worries and struggles. Um, And they sort of started as a Phoenix team, but they were allowed to keep their name and their trophies. Um, And the last two years, they've got back-to-back, well, not back-to-back promotions, but they've got promotions to Serie B uh, and the Citigroup have purchased them, probably not for too much money, to be honest, probably around... I'd hate to speculate, but maybe around forty to fifty million pounds. Um, this is the eleventh club they own now. Man City Group, a uh, bit like Red Bull, they want to create like an enterprise where it's global, so they can send players to and from clubs, and it you will know, help with scouting and stuff like that. Um, and there's a you know big debate whether it's immoral or not, but you know that's it's allowed. That's the main thing, uh, whether you think it is right or not.
0: Yeah, I. I suppose for those sort of groups, it's good, especially for City. It could they could loan certain players to certain clubs, and they know that they're probably going to get played because they're part of that group. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
1: for 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 City and you know the players inside that group, it is good. Yeah, as you say, it ensures game play, uh, game time, it ensures good scouting. But to other teams in sort of those uh lesser so-called leagues it's it's slightly unfair because they do have bigger backing and obviously if they do get loaned in better players it's it's a slight disadvantage to them so yeah a few question marks about that
0: and uh it's gonna be also going player transfers so if one of those players is a good player man city will potentially get him for a bit cheaper because they're Mm. part of the group i don't know how that would work but no you're absolutely right,
1: yeah it is um, a strategy to get players on the cheap obviously if the, it's a, it's a, as it's an Italian team they can scout and bring in Italian players and then you know move them onto city once they develop them there in, in Palermo so it, it does make a sense in a lot of uh, regards financially and
0: you know, player development wise Should we move on? to confirm transfers for this week Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's been some big stories coming out of Arsenal and City today so Arsenal have confirmed the signing of Gabriel Jesus for 45 million pound and Man City have spent that money immediately on Calvin Phillips from Leeds what's your thoughts on these transfers
1: so uh, Arsenal needed a striker for quite a while. They had uh, Lacazette and Aubameyang prior to that. Neither really lived up to the hype. Aubameyang did a decent job. Uh, Lacazette really wasn't that great. And now he's back at Lyon where he started um, after being signed for 50-odd million. So Arteta has looked into the market to see who's the best player available for that position. Um, obviously, they missed out on Dusan Vlávic earlier in the what, last year. He uh, went to Juventus. Marteta knows Gabriel Jesus very well. Uh, he's coached him at, when he was at City as a as a Pep's assistant. Um, it's not really a traditional number nine. Jesus he sort of has the ability to play multiple positions anywhere in the front three. He's actually been quoted and saying he prefers playing on the right and being able to cut in. So it'll be interesting to see how well he copes being the sort of the star man at the top of the field. And there's real question marks about whether he can deliver and bring in like twenty odd goals a season. Who knows? Um, There's no question his quality though, because he is um, a good striker. We've seen that at City, Um, but he's never really been uh, a starting player. Obviously at City, he was second fiddle to Gundogan, not Gundogan, Agüero. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And um, yeah, and now that Haaland's coming in, he's not going to be able to sort of uh, take that position uh in the zone so it'd be interesting one to see how well he does at arsenal um
0: gives him it, it allows him to prove his worth really to prove if he can make that jump from being seven, second fiddle to main striker precisely yeah
1: yeah so there'll be a lot of onus on him to to do well um <clears throat> in the way that you know arteta sort of lines up he likes sort of the fluid uh, attack so in a way, this this does suit the this is the sort of ideology he wants to to play with. It'll be very interesting to see what he does uh, fit in, if it's an immediate fit, but very exciting. And also, he's going to be you know in and around the Brazil squad, probably a starter for Brazil during the World Cup. So it does add some value to to this signing. Um, yeah, very interesting to see how he gets on.
0: Yeah, and just to bring Calvin Phillips into this, um, he's joined City today. I don't know whether this is a good move for him. It's he's obviously going to go there and win trophies. Uh, anyone at the City will likely win trophies, but mm. he is going to be number two in that CDM role. Whether they change style, I don't. I just don't see him getting in over Rodri at the moment.
1: Yeah, I feel like for Calvin Phillips, at this point in his career, he had to leave Leeds uh, because of his qualities and he had to move to a better team. Though with City, you know, as you say, he's probably not going to be a starter because, you know, Rodri is preferred. Although they go a lot of games this season, you know, Champions League and all that kind of stuff going on. So he will get game time and he is sort of the kind of player that I feel like Pep can sort of mould into. Uh, not only a better player, but a player who could maybe play a few positions. For England, he played more of a box-to-box role rather than a true defensive midfielder role. So we might see a little bit of that this this season. As you said, we can expect him to to win trophies with City. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. I'm sure he'll get a lot of game time. Um, but you've got to think that maybe you know moving to a slightly lower level team where he could have got more game time might be been the better option for his career and his development, but yeah, it's, it's it's for City in particular, it's a good move. Uh, they picked up for quite a good, uh, price, 45 million odd. Um, I think it was, um, and he's a an incredibly capable defensive midfielder. Can even play center back. Yeah. And he's, I think he's, well, he's a Leeds fan, but he was never going to join the, uh, United, uh, due to that rivalry. So I think probably for him, it's like the, the best
0: move possible at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, this week, Man City have confirmed the signing of their second choice goalkeeper, Stefan Ortega. Ortega, yeah. From he was a free transfer from.
1: Yeah, Stefan Ortega. They signed him from uh, Amelia Bielefeld, who you know he's not really a well known player. Um, he's just going to go as backup. Really, they've loaned out Zach Stefan to Middlesbrough for a year, maybe yeah. to see how well he can actually perform as a starting keeper, giving him some you know, game time, because when he played for City, uh, when he covered for Edison, he looked less than convincing, um, especially in the cup games. So who knows? I, I'm not sure how well Ortega's done uh Bielefeld. Obviously, he's played in the Bundesliga, which is the top division in Germany, so he's got a lot of experience in that regard. Um, but, you know, he's 29 years old. He's not really one for the future. He's probably just going to be back up.
0: Yeah, it just, it looks like he is just a backup. Again, he's going to go and win some trophies, so um, good move for him. Yeah, good for him. Elsewhere in the Premier League, Dean Henderson signed for Nottingham Forest. Um, looks like he's probably going to replicate what he did a couple of seasons ago at Sheffield. Probably have a good season.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good move for him. I feel like United should have sold him a couple of seasons ago because um, it's hard to see him in the United's plans for the considerable future. Of how much De hay has sort of been nailed on as the starter. But, you know, for, for Henderson, it's definitely a good move. He needs game time. He'll get that uh, at Forest. You know, they're an ambitious club. Uh, they'll want to stay in the Premier League. Um, and Henderson's got a lot of experience of bringing a club into the Premier League and, and having a good uh, performances, uh, particularly, you know, when he was at Sheffield. Um, it's been reported there's no uh, buyout clause, which is good, I guess, for United. Uh, there were reports that there were going to be at like around £20 million buyout clause, but there isn't in the end. And I feel like for Henderson, if he wants to be in the World Cup squad, uh, which is only in about six months or so, uh, he really had to make a move like this. And um, yeah, so in that regard, it is a good move. Um, it'll be interesting to see how well he does and how well Forrest do uh, in the upcoming season.
0: Yeah. And um, talking of another player that's moved to one of these lower clubs, which is James Traiosky to Everton? Um, he, I heard today that he was looking he was looking forward to the move, and he wants to see what his leadership can bring. He can bring to Everton, um, hopefully, to, to see if they can push on further up the league than they finished this season.
1: Mm. He's an incredibly solid centre back. He's even got two caps for England a couple of years ago. Uh, obviously, at Burnley uh, they were sort of renowned for their, you know, defense of, um, resilience. Um, and that's exactly what Everton need at this particular point in time. They need, um, to shore up their defense who were incredibly well, leaky, if that's the right word, um, so to get him on a free transfer is good, good business by Lampard and, and Everton in general, still question marks about whether Everton will be able to stay up, but, you know, signings like this quite astute signings. Um, yeah, it's definitely a good move. And good move for for him to stay in the Premier League as well. I'm sure he gets a a bump in his pay rise as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. And the final Premier League transfer this week, probably the biggest one this week as well, whether it's, I don't think it's the biggest one so far in the Premier League is Richarlison to Tottenham for 60 million.
1: Mm. Fantastic signing. I think in, in a few regards, mainly because he's so versatile. You see this a lot, actually. You can compare him a little bit to Jesus, Gabriel Jesus, uh, and his ability to play three positions. But particularly with Richarlison, he's done it a lot for, for Everton and for Brazil as well. And that's exactly what Spurs need. They need cover for Son, they need cover for Kane, and also, you know, Kulibeski coming in as well, who's already come in. Um, Richarlison will provide cover and competition for those three spots. Um, there's a lot of money for somebody who, you know, hasn't really played for a you know, big-ish team. Um, so there'll be an onus on him to do well. But in all regards, in, in terms of um, who Everton could have purchased, it makes a lot of sense um, because of his versatility, as I said, um, his age, he's only 25 years old, and his quality, because he definitely brings a lot of qualities. He's quite good at scoring and getting assists. So the all-round play of, of Tottenham will be... You uh improved um so be very excited to see what he does in the premier league and it also means uh, sorry not, not in the premier league for spurs um it also means that his um, total transfer revenue across all transfers has risen to 100 million pounds which is quite impressive
0: yeah that is quite impressive yes yeah, move abroad and um, one of the biggest busiest clubs this week is probably inter they've, as far as i've seen they've signed three players so they've signed uh on unana from ajax Lukaku from chelsea and they've also signed Mkhitaryan from roma
1: mm. so Mkhitaryan was quite a successful transfer uh inter milan always like picking up free transfers uh and Mkhitaryan, you know he won the the european league conference last season with with roma uh he's a great player he it will fit perfectly into the formation they play with that 352 um, slightly slight imbalance formation. Um, and uh yeah, sensible in all regards. Not sure he'll be a starter necessarily, but he's got real good quality. Uh, particularly in you know Syria, you know, how we sort of typically describe it as a slow league. Um it sort of showed a little bit in the Premier League when he played at you know United and Arsenal that his his speed was a little bit lacking and that sort of made him a little bit uh, vulnerable as a number 10 or out as a winger wherever he played. So yeah good move for Inter in that regard. Uh, I think he'll do quite well there. Uh Nana as well, he's he's been linked to to Inter for about two years now. Uh yeah. obviously he had that, that doping ban um for, you know, that dodgy drug thing. You know, he said it was like his he took some of his wife's pills or something. I can't I can't remember um exact details, but he was out of the game for for about a year. So he didn't play for Ajax for a while. Um and even when he did come back, Ajax replaced him with Stecklenberg, uh thirty <laughs> nine year old keeper. Not not saying that Anun is a bad keeper, though he's a he's quite a astute keeper. He's I think he's about twenty five years old, maybe a little. Yeah, little he, was, now.
0: he had a good uh, Champions League run um before his doping ban. Mm. So he's got the potential, he's just been out of the game for a while, I reckon.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And h who's uh, into starting keeper is it's getting on the base and in his forties now. So it makes sense to go for a more youthful keeper. Um, so yeah, a good signing, another free signing as well. So makes a lot of sense in that regard. And Lukaku, um, an obvious, uh, good addition to the squad. He, to season before well, last, he, he won the Serie A title with, with Inter Milan. So, um, yeah uh it makes a lot of sense for them to bring him back i think it's about seven or seven or eight million pounds loan deal so in that regard it's not not too much money and there's no um onus or options uh, yeah no option or yeah so who knows at the end of it maybe we'll go back to chelsea or maybe they'll you know be able to negotiate like a lower uh transfer fee depending on how well he performs but yeah it looks like or well, Inter definitely want to go for the Serie A title. So the signs that they've made this window look like they've strengthened and are capable of doing so. So it'll yeah. be interesting uh, Serie A next season for sure.
0: Yeah, definitely will be. Um, just one point from me as a Chelsea fan on Lukaku. I think his transfer interview and the pictures I've seen of him landed in, He's probably mm. the happiest that I've seen him all see all of last <laughs> season, which is kind of a stab in the back for a Chelsea fan. I think he's he seems very happy to go back there, and uh, I think he did state that he did say "I'm back, baby" or something. Which mm. um, he's still on. He's still Chelsea's property technically, so I think he should need he needs to be a little bit careful.
1: He's the kind of player that would kiss any badge of any shirt he's wearing. No matter, yeah. no matter when or where, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, he hasn't really got much loyalty. Not no. that you
0: see that much nowadays in, in football. But, yeah, and um, busy club also today is Barcelona. They have signed uh, confirmed two signings: so Christensen on a free transfer from Chelsea, and also, uh, Cressy Kessi, Kessi Kessi from AC Milan on a free as well two good signings for um barcelona as they try and rebuild their squad back up
1: yeah there's so many question marks about whether barcelona could actually um sign and um, get the contracts sorted for these kind of players that they've had um agreed for a while uh obviously christensen comes in from chelsea uh quite decent i think he he's been he was at chelsea for a like 10 years. years or something ridiculous yeah and he's only 25 years old now i think um so in that regard it's a lot of it's a fantastic signing he's a great player he's got a lot of experience in the Champions league and in the premier league kessie as well has come out of winning syria uh with milan uh he's a fantastic sort of well he's, he can play more multiple positions but he's all sort of the best best at uh, like a boxer box um position uh i'm not sure how well or how is Javi's going to sort of uh, line up his team next season. But it's a, it's a good conundrum to have this, having all these like quality players in, in your team. Um, and for, for him in general, Kessie, I think he, he can make a really impact with his physicality and his his ball control. Um, and I wonder now if, if De Jong will leave, uh, because it would make a great uh, midfield, uh, Kessie and uh, De Jong with maybe Gavi or Pedri. Yeah, pretty formidable.
0: Yeah, and um, and probably the last transfer news confirmed transfer is Musa Sissoko to Nantes. 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 There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Pretty standard transfer, I reckon, from Watford. Going yeah. Back into the French first division.
1: Yeah, Nantes won the, the the cup last season in France. Um, so a decent team. Um, you yeah, obviously Watford have to sort of cut their, their losses. Well, I'm sure he was on a big contract, so it makes a lot of sense for, for all teams involved and yeah, he goes back to France where, you know, where he started his career, um,
0: and yeah, non very capable player. And um, should we move on to some rumors? Um, there's been a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yes. Um, that's. One of the, probably the hottest topic um, on everyone's lips at the moment is Ronaldo. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we mentioned it last week that he was rumoured to maybe leave and we sort of like laughed this off, but some more sort of stories are coming out of United. We mentioned earlier that he's not turned up for training today on Monday Um, and he's reported on Sunday night, he reported that uh, potentially... There's rumours that he wants to hand in a transfer request, so this has probably got a few clubs on edge, but it depends on who can afford his wages and where he's likely to go.
1: Yeah, absolutely. He's on about 500k a week, which is not insignificant. Um, uh, you know, a lot of people saying he's not, well, he was the, the issue at United last season, but he really wasn't. He, he didn't exactly fit the plan that we wanted to play, but without him, uh, we would have. You know, be knocked out of the competition a lot earlier but in, in in all basic competitions. Um, He's got a lot of goals. He's still capable. He's seven years old, but it's Ronaldo. So, yeah, I can see why he doesn't want to play in the Europa League. He's still got the you know, a lot of quality. Um, it'd be interesting to see if he does leave. I don't know. I think United will want some a transfer fee for him. Uh, we paid, I think it was around between ten to twenty million. Um, not a great deal, but. Quite a lot for a 35 or 36 year old, whoever he was back then. Um, reports have linked him a little bit to Chelsea, but I highly doubt that would happen, uh, especially after you know the failure of that was Lukaku. Sort of replacing him with a slightly similar player. I know Ronaldo is a different class, but you know it's, it doesn't really fit the, the the style that Tuchel wants to play. If I was Ronaldo, I don't know, maybe I'd go back to Sporting or something, and you know, back where came from uh, as bad as it sounds, but yeah, I, I can't see him really leaving to be honest, uh, unless Ten Hag agrees to it. Um, and unless, unless we find a somewhat, you know, replacement, I feel if we do get rid of him, we might actually push a little bit harder for Anthony or viax Um, but yeah, still a lot of question marks about this, this particular move. If he does, if he does move in general, uh, he didn't go to the training or didn't go to the start of preseason training, um, as we said, it was because
0: of family issues, but you know, who really knows in this regard if it's true or not. Yeah, it's. Um, I don't know if I have him at Chelsea. Um, he would be. He is guaranteed to score goals, which is something we did lack last season. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tuchel plays more of a like Pep, where everyone must track back, and we saw at United last season Ronaldo doesn't track back. Um. So, yeah, it's, I don't know, it'd be good for Chelsea. I think he would, I think we're the only club other than United he would potentially go to in the Champions League. But there's rumours that he might go to um, Bayern Munich and probably maybe PSG if they were to get rid of Neymar. I don't yeah.
1: know. Yeah, well, he'll be linked to every club basically at the moment because of his stature and, you know, his reputation. PSG possibly but if they're a Neymar she said I don't think he they could fit them all into the same team. Bayern Munich no. if they get a Lewandowski he would probably be a good option but if not I don't know. I I don't know. It's too early on to to really uh, identify if he will be or not. Um a lot of question marks whether he will. I guess this one we'll have to watch out for.
0: No but I did I was listening to Talksport this morning and um they did say on that that potentially normally when a player hands in a transfer request they have an idea of where they want to go it'll be interesting to see whether that's true and whether that's anything to go on but i don't know um should we stick with united because they seem to be the busiest of this week so far mm-hmm. uh, linked to pretty much again anyone um sir ericsson apparently Uh, Potentially today has agreed personal terms with United.
1: Yes, uh, yes, he is going to be signed by United. There was links to him moving to either Brentford or Tottenham, uh, but it looks like United uh, secured his signing, probably by offering double what everybody else was paying or offering to pay. His his quality is phenomenal. We saw it at Brentford uh, last season. You know, halfway through the season, when he joined, their uh, form picked up massively. I don't think they would have stayed in the Premier League if they did not sign Ericsson. And, you know, with, with his sort of ability nowadays, uh, he drops a little bit further, deeper. So, you obviously can still play the 10 role, but he could play um, maybe more of a centre-mid role. Even at Inter Milan, he played defensive midfielder for a couple of games. Yeah, so I feel like it makes a lot of sense in terms of cover for players. Uh, Bruno Fernandes uh, got worn out a little bit last season, particularly at the end of the season. So to have a someone who's actually quite good, has a lot of quality, you can cover for, that, for those positions, it does make a lot of sense. So in that regard, I'm quite happy with the signing.
0: Um and you've also nearly <clears throat> I think he's set for his medical Tyreek you can say. I don't know. <laughs> Tyrell Malacia. Yeah. Um, oh so, yeah. Malachia. Yeah. So he's gonna be twenty two million pound signing, I believe. I believe it's around fifteen million. Oh fifteen.
1: Um. yeah, he's going to be the, well, who knows really if he's going to be starting left-back or back-up left-back. It looks like Alex Tellez is, is going to leave. Uh, he wasn't the best for United. Uh, you know, his, his set-pieces were good, but everything else but him defensively and all that were uh, pretty diabolical and um, sure didn't have the best season last year. So, I mean, it it, it is a, I wouldn't say it makes sense. It's definitely not the position we need to strengthen in. The most at the moment, that would be probably right back and defensive midfielder, and possibly striker. But you know, if you know if Ten Hag identifies him as a potentially um, good player for the future, he's only twenty two years old. Then I'm all for it. To be honest, it's not a huge transfer fee, fifteen million pounds. I know there'll be a couple of add-ons involved, but it makes a lot of sense. And um, yeah, they got quite far in the Europa League as well, uh, final. So yeah, yeah, got experience as well.
0: That's, um, and also United a link to Frankie de Jong and Martinez from Barcelona and Ajax respectively. Um, Frankie de Jong looks like a 90% done transfer, I think. Um, Martinez is more of a transfer which is going between you and Arsenal.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't be so sure about de Jong. I feel, you know, he's stated multiple times that Barcelona is his favourite club. He likes playing there. He's on a hell of a lot of money. Um, so if they don't have to sell him, I don't think they will. But yeah, who knows? We can offer him a lot of money as well. So that might sweeten the deal. Uh, with Martinez, Lissandro Martinez, um, the Ajax player, Ajax, um Argentinian sort of um, player. He could play centre-back, left-back, and defensive midfielder. So he's extremely versatile. I feel like for United, he would probably come in probably at centre-back. Uh, he's left-footed. So... That uh, brings a, a little bit more quality that we don't have at the moment. Um, yeah, really interesting player. He costs quite a lot of money, uh, reportedly around £15 million. Um, he's been capped by Argentina seven times. so he's He's been playing at the top, top level for a while. Pe- perhaps not for Ajax, you know, in the domestic league, but in the Champions League uh, and on the international stage. So, yeah, it'll be an interesting one to see if we do sign him or if he does go to Arsenal. I think both clubs do sort of require this kind of player at the moment. Someone who can play a few positions, um, but also be quite good in a few positions as well.
0: Yeah. Um another player that both Arsenal and Man United are linked to is Dybala, free transfer from Juventus.
1: What I'd never heard Dybala been linked to United. I guess yeah. that doesn't make sense we're linked to everybody, but
0: Yeah, so it... It looks like um, due to free transfer so him leaving Juventus, yeah. Um, you are looking at him as a potential replacement to Ronaldo if he does leave? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, um, I, I've heard he's
1: heavily linked to Inter Milan, so I reckon that's a, you know, it's a particular Inter Milan kind of signing. Argentinian uh, sort of attacker. Like those kind of players. I, I don't think he'll go to United. I don't think he's got the quality. He's quite injury prone over the last couple of years. Um and also his wages would be atrocious. Um, probably three four hundred K a week, especially on the free transfer.
0: So I'm not sure he's a kind still of player cheaper we should than, going for. Still cheaper than Ronaldo.
1: Yeah, but half the quality. <laughs> Maybe
0: it's um Arsenal link to Serge Gnabry, that um, if he does leave, maybe Ronaldo will pl- replace him at Bayern Munich?
1: Well, Gnabry was never really a particular starter. Um, he did get a lot of game time, I guess, because um, they do rotate a little bit on the wings. Um, he obviously started off at, I well, didn't start off at Arsenal, but he played there for Arsenal and then he was loaned out to, I think, Werder Bremen and then went to, to Bayern Munich. Uh, he's a good player. He's not young anymore. Um, I feel like, yeah, they do a good job of Arsenal if he just go back. But I, I feel if buy and do sell him, I don't think that means they'll go after Ronaldo. Only if Odaski leaves. That's more yeah. like, like
0: Paul Pogba and and how Di Maria are looked to be free transfers to Juventus. Looks like these are gonna go through. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, they haven't been confirmed as of yet sort of recording this podcast.
1: Yeah, Paul Pogba's pretty much confirmed. And Di Maria is soon to be as well. Uh, I feel like Di Maria is an absolute class player. I know he had a particularly uh, not successful stint at United, but apart from that, his career has been phenomenal, even on the uh, international stage. He's got a lot of quality, even at, I think, 34 years old now. Um, but I'm sure he'd fit right into the Juventus team. Um, you know, Regardless of his age, he will bring a lot of quality uh, and sort of help with that rebuild that they're going through at the moment. And obviously, Paul Poker has got a lot of experience playing for Juventus. And, um, I would say he did have his best time in his career playing for them. So I think they'll be very happy to get him back.
0: Yeah. Um, a transfer that looks to be AC Milan's reply to maybe Lukaku going to Inter is Hakim Ziyech going potentially either alone or being sold to them.
1: Yeah, it didn't really work out Ziyech at Chelsea. Maybe he didn't have the pace uh, to sort of play as the, the 10 positions for, and the two core system, But yeah, for, for AC Milan, he'll be a fantastic signing. I think it will suit the, the Serie A perfectly. He's very technical. He's got a great left foot. He, he lacks a bit of pace, but you know, that's not necessary in the Serie a. Yeah. In all regards, I think it'll be a, a fantastic move for them and for him as well. He'll get game time as well, which is what he needs.
0: Yeah. Especially if Sterling. As we mentioned last week, comes to Chelsea, which looks that's like that's mm-hmm. going to go through early this week as well. So, also another player that's linked to Chelsea and potentially making progress. Apparently, Chelsea had a conference call today um, over Matthias Delit. He's uh gonna cost an arm and a leg, but he's well
1: worth it. He's been phenomenal for Juventus. I know a lot of people are saying he makes the occasional blunder, but for the most part he's been phenomenal. Um and they've signed him for about eighty million euros, so they definitely want at least at least that, if not more. Um so I imagine it probably be around a hundred million pound euro, hundred million euro rather, uh transfer fee. Which I don't know if uh, Chelsea want to make that sort of gamble again. Maybe with the new ownership they they sort of want to make a statement signing, and obviously they're, they're lacking massively in the centre back position uh, at the moment. And uh, Dilip would be perfect for that. He's he's athletic, he's he's quick, he's uh, technically good, uh, good in the air. Yeah, in a lot of regards, it, it makes a lot of sense. And also, he's he's twenty two years old. He's yeah. so young, so he's still got plenty of time to develop as well.
0: Yeah. Um. Obviously, we've got um, Chalaba there maybe he's the perfect partner for Chalibur. Um, It looks like Chelsea are going to be going to four at the back this season as well. Um, So I can't see Thiago Silva getting as much game time as he did last season. So, yeah, bringing in someone like Matthias to lit And, yeah, you can learn off Silva, sort of learn how to lead the line, really.
1: Well, he learned off Chiellini and Benucci, mm. so I think that's pretty good um, teachers. Yeah,
0: um, but, and yeah, then I he has silver. Yeah. silver as well. So yeah, we and Asper, love his development. Asper as well. If he doesn't, if he doesn't leave, doesn't leave. Yeah, um, and probably we've got Jesse Lingard. He's linked to every single uh, sort of mid-table team.
1: Mm, I think he'll go to West Ham. I know yeah. loves him. <laughs> um, tried to sign him. Uh, halfway through last season, uh, but United a bit stubborn with with what they wanted um, West Ham to pay, and also you know we offered you know United offered him a promise and they would get more game time, which happened not to be true. But now he's a free agent; he has the opportunity to to move um, wherever uh, wherever team allow uh, wants him. Um, so yeah, Newcastle, West Ham, Brighton a team like that I could see him go to. I don't think he yeah. will go
0: abroad. No. We'll I did see him today, I don't know how true it is, but um, sorry if you're an Everton fan. He did say Everton would be his last resort. (laughs) Fair enough. So, um, yeah, made me laugh, but yeah, sorry if you're an Everton fan. Uh, You won't be getting Jesse Lingard, or sorry, Frank Lampard.
1: He doesn't want to get relegated, that's why.
0: Final player is Taglifico from Ajax. Go he's linked to brighton really yeah um it's a it's a little bit of a step down for him i think he's he was linked to all these big clubs like chelsea in january and even last season and yeah to go to brighton i I don't know it's more a competitive league in the premier league but he's going from a team that's winning trophies to a team that's going to be finishing mid-table without european
1: Mm. He's no longer the starter at Ajax, um, whether that be for injury or performance, but yeah, he's still got quality, A good pickup for Brighton. He's not the quickest of full backs, but you know, he's, he's technically quite good and he's he's great defensively, so it'd be a good move for them. Just on a confirmed transfer that's happened recently is um, Biancon. He's a French slash Italian right back. He can play centre back and left back. Very versatile. He signed for the Forest for £9 million from Troyes. Troy is also one of the city's um sister team, I guess you call it, in the you know, umbrella of teams they have. Um so yeah, Forest are making it some very good signings, very astute signings, and um it looks very promising for their survival hopes this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh also, did we mention Pellinia uh signing no. for, for Fulham?
0: No, I missed that one.
1: Yeah, they signed Pellinja, Jal Pollinia for uh, around €20 million, Euros, so about you know, £18 million, pounds, uh, defensive midfielder. He was also linked to a lot of, a lot of top teams recently. He's a, a national team player. Um, a lot of people were surprised he went to Fulham. Um, but uh, Sporting have a another player, I forget his name, who is a lot younger and higher potential, who's coming through, so they probably want to focus him, him a little bit more. Uh, But for a team like Fulham, this is a fantastic buy and maybe they'll be able to sell Pellinia, even for a profit, even if they get relegated. So, yeah, in that regard, it's a a good transfer.
0: Um, One player I think I also miss as a transfer rumour is Aaron Hickey from his link to Brentford or Juventus.
1: Yeah, I think Brentford have got him now uh, pretty much all signed, sealed and delivered yeah. for about 18 million pounds which is quite a lot of money because I don't think he'll necessarily be a starter he's obviously he went to from hearts to um bologna um and he was the uh, right back there he could also play left back so he's versatile open both flanks but he had a phenomenal season last season um racking up I think five assists or so in the league um bologna had not the best of campaigns but you know yeah, but he individually had a great one um, and definitely well-deserved this transfer fee. It'd be interesting to see, obviously, as I said, if he is a starter, maybe he's one for the future because he's only 19 or so. Interesting one to watch out for. Yeah, for I was... Sc- Scottish players. Unfortunately, all Scottish players who are half-decent are full-backs. Uh, it's a such trend.
0: Um, I was talking to a Brentford fan today about this um, and he was saying that, he would like to see him at the club and um, it was just just funny that he was saying that they still can't believe that they're in the top flight after only a couple of seasons ago being in like the League One so he said to be linked to players that are linked to like Juventus and that he was like him and his friends that uh, Brentford fans are all, sort of all like laughing and they just can't believe that they're linked to like these players hmm.
1: Yeah I know it's good to see teams like that sort of go up and And try to make good signings and uh, signings that have good potential for the future. And trying to solidify their place in the league. Um, And it's also fun to watch new teams that have never sort of been in the Premier League, or at least not in our lifetime, um, coming up. Um, So yeah, good good news for them.
0: Um, should we move on to a quiz?
1: Yeah, love to.
0: Uh, so, this is a Ronaldo quiz for you, as Ronaldo has been in the news this week. Perfect. And so, starting with, which team did Ronaldo join in 2003? United? Yes. When did Ronaldo win the Ballon d'Or for the first time?
1: Oh, God. 2008?
0: Nine? Uh 2008 is correct. Okay. It's eight, uh, eight, 9 season what cl- what club did ronaldo play for before joining united
1: sporting
0: uh when did ronaldo join real madrid what season
1: 2009
0: yes 910 that was uh what number did ronaldo wear in his first season at real madrid number
1: 9
0: Yes, that is correct. Uh, Ronaldo holds Ronaldo holds the record for the most goals in UEFA Champions League season with seven. When did this happen? Twenty
1: fifteen.
0: No, it's twenty thirteen to fourteen. No. How many times did Ronaldo and Man United win the Premier League? Ooh. Two or three times. Uh, three? Yes, that's correct. Uh, how many times did Ronaldo and Real Madrid win the liga? Three or two. Which one? Two. Two is correct. How old was Ronaldo when he first captained Portugal? Oof. Twenty
1: three.
0: No, that um, is not actually one of the options. It's twenty, twenty-two, twenty-four, or twenty-six. Twenty-two. That is correct. Uh, true or false? Ronaldo scored one hat trick in in his career for Man United.
1: Hmm. He scored one against Norwich last season, and I
0: think he scored one in. Ah, uh, false. It's true. How old is this quiz? I don't actually know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe I'm misremembering, but he definitely scored one against Norwich, and maybe I thought that he did score one in the in Europe, but I might be wrong.
0: Well it okay. says on here Ronaldo only scored one hat trick for Man United. Uh this was pretty wild considering that he scored thirty four hat tricks for Real Madrid. and um, this is one of the facts hardcore football fan probably won't believe but it sounds made up. If you're skeptical, I advise you to look it up. Okay. But it could be that it this was done before before he went back to United.
1: Yes, because I just go and he did score hatrick and okay. uh win over at Newcastle in two thousand eight.
0: Okay. So it is a force, you are correct. <laughs> so I think you got nine out of ten. That's I'll say it. That's an A-star in my books. Yes. Um, And that just about wraps up the podcast. Uh, Thank you for joining me, Toby. Thank you, mate. It's been good. And uh, thank you for the listener for listening um as usual you can find us on our socials instagram twitter or reddit and this is where you'll find all of the latest transfer rumors and gossips and confirmed transfers um, and probably the best way to get in contact with us um, and also just check out the PitchSide.com, which is the best place to find everything um, and goodbye goodbye